You ever worked with my brother before? Who's your brother? Nelson. Where Vega. He worked at a bunch of different places. 716. Uh, nah, right nah. now he works at Hoffel Bra. Nah, not at all I think of. Because you used to cook at different places before. I really didn't cook. I was uh I worked at Cole's. I worked at really one restaurant my whole life. Yeah. Like I learned a lot. I, mean, I did everything there, not just really cook. Yeah. Bartended. I did everything. By the time I was done working, I ran all the place. But that was that was in my younger years when I was in my teenage, early twenty years. I started there when I was a dishwasher when I was fifteen, and uh, I was always eager to make money. Yeah. Like, so when I was young, I never forget the, my boss. Well, I always called my boss still, but the owner of Coles. I never forget him coming in. He's like, "Well, I didn't know you were fifteen years old. Dude. I can't have you working." 50, 60 hour work weeks, dude. Like, that's how dedicated I was as a kid. Like, I was yeah. dedicated to working. So, that's why when I see people now and I see that work ethic that come through the whole stuff, you're not gonna, you can see the ones that are gonna be something in life. And then you can see the ones, bro, that are just legit, just taking up space, bro, wasting yeah. air. So, it's kind of like, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, bro, it's kind of like disturbing to see sometimes. I be wondering, like, yo, dude, like, why are you so stuck in this point in your life? Like, what happened to you where you don't even want to try anymore? Like, you just are content with what's given to you. Like, what the government's able to give you each month, you get your $300 check. Like, you don't want better. You don't want to challenge yourself. You don't want to learn this. You don't want to learn that. Yeah. You're just content with this. Like, I've never had that. Bro, I'm not content. I'm an extremely successful person. And every day I wake up that hunger that I want more. Yeah. Like every day I wake up, I want more. And like I'm not content with having two BMWs. I would prefer to be a Lamborghini and a Porsche. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thankful, very grateful for what I have and what I've accomplished. But I'm not, I don't sit back and look back and be like, man, I'm the man. I'm not, bro. It's, it's always another level when I'm going to seek it at until I die. Like until right. I can't do it no more. And it's a sickness that I have because. I probably should enjoy life a little bit more, but I don't know. I don't see the same joy other people have. Like I don't, I'm not taking trips and going to islands and shit like that. It don't really excite me. Making money, driving fast cars, smoking good weed is where I yeah. is where I kind of like to be at. Man. I, I, keep feel my, so. I keep myself grounded in that aspect. Like I'm not a big shopper. I'm not a big spender. I don't very humble my approach towards. Uh, towards life. I spend my money on my cars and that's about it. You know, that's what you not yet. So it started in the backyard. Yeah, man, it uh it started because you want to know a real story? Yeah, yeah. And so like people are gonna start to find out the real like I'm saving it like like I'm not gonna give you like all the details to like how my life really transformed, but I give you like the 
you know, a little snippet of it. Um, me and my wife, we purchased a house back in 2018 in North Buffalo. We purchased a house and we brought it off of a firefighter. Uh, he's well-known Bills fan, Mr. Norman. Brought his house from him and the house was kind of like falling apart inside. And we kind of got it for a good deal. So we're like, you know, we didn't really care the condition of the house on the inside. We're like, we're just gonna- Especially in North Buffalo. Yeah, we're gonna remodel it for how we want it to be. Yeah. So we got, we wound up as they started knocking walls down. Bro, it's like, we got remodeled this whole thing. Like, it's not just knocking walls down and putting on a fresh drywall. Like, it's no, it has to be reframed. It has to be resupported. Everything had to be basically gutted out. And shit, bro, this process took like, to like 18 months before they finished the whole house. And in the process of it, I lost my mom. At the very beginning of us, like got in the place and stuff like that. I'm, I only smoke bones. Um, oh, for real? Yeah, I only smoke no. No bloods, no nothing? Nah. That's what's up. I'm really, because bro, so again, that's a story behind that too. Like I used to, bro, go to the reservations and buy like, my bunts by the cases. Yeah. And bro, then you started to realize how much money I'm really spending on something that I like to do. I like to be high. Like I like weed, like so I like to be high. I don't care if, like for it to have to be a blunt or for it. I prefer to get high, a small amount of weed, and sort of cost me less money. Like I have the money to fucking to spend on bunts and everything. But again, that's what kind of as we talk more, I'm gonna tell you about a book that I read that kind of gave me this this mentality towards. How can I get the edge over if I'm selling weed and he's selling weed, he smoke weed, I smoke weed. How do I get the edge over this person so that I'm ahead of him if we both doing the same exact thing? And that was kind of always my uh, my mind frame to everything. But to say like the backup, you say we started off the backyard. It's the reason why this even came about the hoagie stop. I'm a cook like by passion and I didn't go to school. Like, I'm self-taught. My mom taught me how to cook. It's something that's natural in like in the yeah. kitchen. I it's it's, it's my comfort zone. Like I'm great at business because I know business, I study business, but when it comes to cooking, that's my passion. Like that's not work to me. Yeah. That's fun. Like making food is fun. Like busyness is fun. Like having to make a hundred hoagies is fun to me. Like that's not hard. And even that's not cooking. I'm like, I can really cook. Like five-star cooking i can really do all of that type of stuff so my frame my thought process was as we're building our house my mind frame was always like you'll get a food truck and have like a extended menu where everybody knows your food truck's gonna be good so whatever is on your menu people are gonna want to come and get whatever you pull up that was kind of my mind frame as we're building the house and getting things taken care of bro i was living in my boy's basement bro and when we first Man, my wife, he had a finished basement, but still a basement. Like I was sleeping on the floor in a basement with my wife and two dogs as we're waiting for our house to get ready. So as soon as the upstairs part of the house was ready, bro, we moved in. Mm -hmm. Bro, I couldn't wait to fucking get out. Like, bro, the whole downstairs was still completely nothing. And me and my wife just lived upstairs. <clears throat> we stayed in our, like, it was a nice ass master bedroom we had built for us, master bath right off of it. So, it was kind of like a place for us to come home after a long day to relax and chill, but the whole house was a disaster. No kitchen at all, no sink, no stove, no oven, no nothing. So I always had my Weber grills from doing different <clears throat> food cells in the past that had nothing to do with hoagies. Like I said, I'm a real cook. Yeah. 
And then I would just grow food and do different things like that. Then one day we were inside of uh, Home Depot picking up some shit that we needed for the house. And we seen these flat tops. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna buy one of these. And, uh, that shit's inspired. Yeah, I'm gonna buy one of these. I'm like, we can make tacos. I can do quesadillas. I'm just thinking of all the different things I can make for us, like for food throughout the week. So we don't have to continuously go to restaurants to get takeout food and this and that, that and this. And uh, once we got the flat tops, you know, legit, like the pandemic, like really hit. Yeah. Like restaurants started closing down, the NBA shut down, like all this shit, you know, shit started hitting where it was like, well, the world is really changing, but my life was upside down. Just imagine not having a house. Yeah. Like I'm living inside of a, a, a bedroom. Shed. Yeah. Like, and I don't have a house. And, bro, you know, I get busy. I was getting busy back then at the time, you know. That's what I do. Like, bro, like I specialize in making money. I try to tell people that they don't understand it's deeper than hoagies. Like, I have a mind on business. So <clears throat> as we're as we're, you know, in it, as we as I purchase the thing, the flat top, everything starts to shut down. Like all restaurants are shutting down, everything's shutting down. And I just come up with the concept of, you know, I'm gonna make steak hoagies for me and my family one night. Came up with the sauce recipe. Kind of tweaked it as it's been tweaked over and over again to what you guys have now. But the first time we made it, like, hey, it's good, but it's like if I add this and make it a little better, if I add this and make it a little bit better. And then that's how we came up with what you guys get to have every day now when you guys order the hoagie stop. But the first time I made them, I, I went live on Facebook the same way I just did just now before we got started and um, showed like the process of what I was doing as far as making the steak hoagies. Then I never forget anybody was like, yo, bro, you should sell those. You should sell those. And back then, I looked at people that were selling dams out the house like, I'm never doing no stuff like that, bro. Like, if I'm going to cook food and sell food, I'm going to do it the right way out of a restaurant and do it like that. Bro, like, the first time, like, I made them for me and my family, everybody was going crazy. Like, yo, do sell them, sell them, sell them. I'm like, no. Then I did them again, probably like two, three weeks later for me and my family. And they're like, yo, dude, like, sell them, bro. Like, we all ordered. All the restaurants were shut down at the time. Like legit, everything was shut down. Yeah. So it was kind of like the perfect storm. Um, the third time when I made them, I actually said, you know what, I'm gonna give. If y'all wanna, if not, I was like a bunch of people who asked about me, my steak hoagies, and we want to try them. You know, inbox me, bro. To my surprise, like I had 77 people that all ordered the first time like didn't know what it tastes like never tried it they're just from visually watching me do this yeah and they don't know i don't have a kitchen or nothing or they don't know what the hell i'm really going up against so the first time we did it so we sold 77 hoagies and it was like a fucking line it was like people like trying to order more and i didn't have any more food based off of everybody sharing like yo i got the steak hoagie from byron Goddell. then they started to kind of go like viral off of that the second time I kind of made it a bigger thing, I'm like, I'm going to give y'all like from this day to this day to order. <coughs> Bro, it took 200 orders. I legit 200 orders. That's a we, lot of fucking orders. Bro. Like, and you, it was just you making them. It was just me. At the very beginning, it was just me making them. Yeah. Then as it started to get momentum, like my family started to realize like, yo, this shit is real. Like this motherfucker has a line. Up and down this North Buffalo street, bro. I'm talking about both sides of the street. No place to park. Everybody out there cracking their dutches, got their backwood, they chilling, smoking. Yeah. Yeah, we were that. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> they're chilling. They're chilling, smoking, waiting for their food. 
And it kind of like, and I didn't do it. Like, this is me being able to be real with people. Like, I have the ability not to have to cook every single day to be able to pay my bills. Like, I had another way to get it. So, like, most people thought, like, when I wasn't a very vocal person about what I did. Like, so a lot of people thought, like, well, this dude makes all this money to some hoagies. And he's able to do X, Y, Z, where it's like, nah, nah, not really. Yeah. I'm building the brand up. I'm building the hype up. And I'm making it so that when I do cook, if you want to try it, you better get your order in. Yeah. And that's the way we kind of, that's the way we did it. Like, we, I starved people. I would do it once a month. I see people that think they can, like, mimic the hoagie stop way. Like, they think it's just copy what I do. And they're slaving themselves. They're cooking every day. Like, man, man, man. Gotta keep up with what this guy's doing. Gotta keep up with what this guy's doing. They're like, yo, you're gonna, and I say this humbly, yo, you're gonna fail miserably trying to play like me because you're not even playing in the same field. You don't even understand how this is even done. You just see what I release to the public for the public to consume. And everybody thinks that I put it all out there. No, I don't. Like, it's some shit that I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> about my story, like that people, if you want to find out the real, like, read my book. And I'm going to not hold back not a piece of it when it comes to, like, how all this was started, like, how, what built me to who I am. Like, people are going to really see in the next five years, like, you're going to be the first podcast I was on, you'd be able to play this and be like, yo, I had him sitting in over here. Like, I'm taking this shit around the country. Yeah. And most people just think like, yeah, we'll see. No, Co- I already see it. Coca Cola did the same, hey, bro. Coca Cola. I already see it. You're you're on your fourth store. Yeah. Like number wow. four. And and right. what? And yeah, two we're coming years. up on two years. Yeah. I'll be two, I'll be open on Allen Street two years in February. February second will be my two year anniversary. That's that's crazy. And the goal is is to have my main street location open up. Not my two-year anniversary of my Allen Street location, just to let people know, like about the growth and things like that, and and, not, and just the fact <clears throat> I just want to throw this out there: the fact that you just like whispered out there, like threw that Main Street one out one day. I was like, "Yo, hold up! It was number. There was only three. Now there's four. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, he got a like." And I have I've had Main Street since. It's funny because the landlord is like kind of questioning, like, "Do you have too much on his plate?" I'm like, "Yo, dude." But yeah, I get to do this. Like, bro, are your bills, my bill's not paid? Is, is the heat on there? Are the lights on there? Yeah. You get your money? It's all, everything's on auto pay. Why the fuck are you questioning me? I'm not selling drugs out of your building. You're not, you're not getting reports of something. Why are you questioning, like, Yeah, you're paying. You're paying. So. Yeah, so, like, what's what's the issue? Like, you want, you want me to rush to open it up on your time to prove what to who? Hey, bro, I know how to operate a business, and this right. is what I'm showing them, like, I got two other businesses that I had to make sure that are that I could walk away from and people understand if I gotta walk back through these doors, it's gonna be a fucking problem. And that's how I have it run. Like people know I don't fucking play. Like people see me on Facebook and think like, oh, this dude's cool and this and that. Uh, bro, when it comes to business and it comes to my customers and it comes to making sure food is and things like business is handled the correct way, that's number one. Yeah. All the extra shit, all the shit that just may see me on the back end doing. That's building up the brand and building up this, but inside the doors of the hoagie stop, I run that shit with an iron fist. Oh, we're not playing. You would never walk into my business and my staff be playing fucking Madden or watching a football game or finishing watching up something and telling you to hold on because of 
Steph Curry got the ball. He me and Brad. Yeah. I would not nope. snatch the fucking TV off the wall. Yo. It is my TV. And every time I go into the Clinton Street one, they are nothing but the best. But bro, I I had to drill that. Yo, that shit is amazing. Like the customer service. But bro, is, like what I'm telling you, so at the very yeah. beginning, understand. People thought think because I'm a black man that my level of service is supposed to be here. Right. Or it's supposed we're supposed to operate something of hood or something that's not professional or right. something weird. Like, bro, like, I was very adamant, bro. Like, I respect uh, Benny. I respect Conway. I respect Wes. I respect all them boys. But I don't want to give a fuck to hear none of their fucking music inside of my fucking shop. That's not what the fuck I built the hoagie stop for. It's not to play Benny's music because we're both from Buffalo and we're successful. No, Benny's doing what he has to do, and I'm doing what I have to do for my customers. I, I don't just have people that come in that listen to Benny the Butcher. I got people that walk in and don't know who fucking Benny the Butcher is. Yeah. They want to hear that shit. Yeah. They want something soft on their ears when you walk through the doors of the hoagie stop. It's not going to be bang, 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 kill, kill, kill. We sell drugs, drugs, drugs. No. Like, yo, that shit, yeah. I like the, the fact that you walk in there and it's not like, Loud blasting music in your ears, but like, bro, I've, I've had to make it that way. So I've they was had, doing it before. You've they had, thought they can do it before. Yeah. They thought that when we opened up, when Byron goes home, that Byron is going to be home and he's done for the night. They didn't understand Byron's willing to work sixteen hours. They playing willing, that damn Drake. They, they, bro, we ain't playing no Drake. They was playing. I, I read that shit. I was like, yo, dying laughing. He's like, anyone play Drake in my damn? Store. They know what time it is. They 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 try that they try that and I'm not even joking, like I said I'm and I mean that and I'm like yo dog like this is something I built. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with him. He ain't, I don't like I don't. Like, what if he come? What he, he can order food. I can say he can't order, but I don't fuck with his music. I don't fuck with his vibe. I don't want to hear that shit. But play some play some Whitney Houston. Want hear something soft? Play some Whitney. Play some Monica. Play some Mary J. Bond. Making a playlist on Spotify. Like, bro, they know, they, playlist. they know they know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. That's dope, and, and if they don't, if they think they're not going to follow the rules of what I'm saying, I think they will work in silence. Simple. I feel like there's, there's it's the brand. You, you built the brand. Your brand is not built around that. Like there's there's places that like, what's that one donut? Voodoo Donuts. You can go in there and they got loud ass hip hop music, but that's their... That's their brand. That's what they're pushing, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole brand is that. Yeah. Like you go in there, they got crazy donuts. <laughs> and, and they want they want they want that scene to be a chaotic kind of like yeah, exactly. vibe. Whereas I want a 40-year-old uh, Caucasian lady to be able to come in with her kids on a Saturday and be able to sit in the house comfortably and eat and have some hoagies and get the kids some mozzarella sticks or some pizza logs, put something comfortable on the TV for the kids and let the mom relax. I, I, I don't want somebody to feel uninvited when they're walking into the business of the hoagie stop. Yeah. I, and I, I have to express this to my staff. I don't care how fucking busy we are. The busy the, the reason why y'all able to get raises the way that I'm able to give raises to my staff. And I'm, I'm bro, I brag. This pisses of other business owners off because I big my brand up and I big how I take care of my staff up. I mean, multiple of my staff can sit there and tell you within a, within a year they've received multiple raises. I ain't talking about 50 cent raises. I'm talking about my staff I take care of. It's a reason why in this industry right now, it's so many restaurants that are suffering. I can't find staff. I don't have this. I don't have that. These people, again, I'm not a nice person. I'm not somebody that's nice, but people understand that I'm going to work just as hard as you will be. We're just work just as hard as you. There's nothing I'm going to ask of you that I won't do. 
So yes, when you come here through the, you walk through these doors at the Hoagie Stop and you punch that clock, yo, you're gonna do what I need you to do. Otherwise, yeah. you ain't gonna be here. We're not here to waste time. Go, go, go punch it at McDonald's. They got enough of a payroll to waste over there. Yeah. Ain't gonna hurt them. But you're not about to waste my That's time. That's a fact, didn't they? Bro, they were they were in the back shooting dice. Bro, in the midst of us being busy, and fuck, even fucking being busy. I don't give a fuck if we're even open. We're not shooting dice inside of the hoagie stop. Yeah. You want to shoot? Go to the fucking casino. Go in the alley. Go. We're not doing that shit in my yeah. business. We're not doing that shit. They in was business. hoping you was going to jump into that shit. Like, bro, yo. they was hoping that I was going to be with the. With the shits. Like, yeah, yeah let's man, do this. Yo, you know this is it's Conway. It's Conway, no joint. Again, no disrespect to Conway. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit inside of the doors of the hoagie stop. Now, when I'm in the gym. I'm on a road trip and we riding. Yeah, that's we ride. Yeah, that's that's what I want to hear. Yeah, but it's something we doing business. No, it's different. This is this is different. different. And, bro, and, and I feel like as being a minority owner in a community that's not for on, minority. Talk about it. That you have to work a certain way. You have to operate a certain way. Bro. You have to do everything a certain way. So that people look at you as a business owner, not as like someone just trying to make money. And, and, and bro, if you, I don't know if you ever realized this, bro. And again, this pisses a lot of people off too that share my skin color. I don't give a fuck. I don't associate my business as a small black business. If they want to call me a small business, then call me a small business. But I don't associate myself as a small business. I'm a business owner. I'm The Hoagie Stop is a successful business that's owned by a black man. It's not a small black business. I don't want no fucking handouts. I don't want no fucking no tokens. I don't I don't I don't participate in black restaurant week. I'm not a fucking black restaurant. We are a restaurant. <laughs> it's a difference. I don't want I don't, and it, this is and this kind of rubs people the wrong way cuz with the people. Well, but I think all the work that I do in my community should silence all that stupid ass shit when people say that. Don't let my confidence knock you make feel make you feel inferior. I know where I'm walking. If you feel like that I'm walking too high for you, well, stay over there where you at. You everybody thinks that they can do what I'm doing because they think that they underestimate me. Let's just put it that way. They they underestimate my ability to think, my ability to think with foresight, to think for growth. Like how the hell does he have four restaurants? How do I have staff that take care of things for me? Most people think like this dude wants to be running around all day with his head cut off. I'll be real with you, bro. I get up. I have my I have a busy morning every single day because that's what any successful person does. They have usually have a busy morning, but bro, one by one o'clock, bro, I'm chilling. <laughs> like, I'm chilling, bro, and I'm sitting back home, and I can see everything that my business is doing right from my phone. Number, I can see every order that comes in. I can see every Uber each order that comes in. I know how many orders are on the board. I know everything that's happening right from my phone. Is it stressful? Bro, it's, I mean, life is stressful. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's like, I always tell people. like, what, stress. I mean, like, what stress do you want? Like, do you want stress of figuring out how to pay the bills? Or do you it's want about, stress yeah. of figuring out, man, how do I control how much money is coming in? How do we control the busyness? Like, so yes, it's stressful, but it's like, which stress do you want? That's a fact. You want the stress of a struggle or the stress of success? I prefer yeah. the stress of success. So All day. Yeah, so it depends on how you look at it. Um, and some people, you know, they wilt under pressure and they'll think I've heard people that come to me and talk to me and they say, and say, oh, this hoagie guy is going to flame out. 
oh, this hoagie guy has too many occasions. And it's like, you know, done. Like, y'all look at things in such a small social media bubble when you have 5,000 friends on social media or 6,000 friends or 7,000. All they see is social media. That's all they see, bro. Do you know how many people are in the real world that don't have social media? That, that, I mean, dead ass. Like, they may have a profile, but they don't even, they don't even get on it. It's like some of these people, like, bro, and, and then it's, like, it's so many people that have them and they don't even, they, I mean, so many people on this world that don't even have social media at all. Yeah. It, it's so many people that have come into our business, the hoagie stop, and I tell people, like, yo, we're not taking pictures unless, they, unless they're saying that they want to take a picture in here or take a picture with one of my stuff. We're not asking celebrities that walk through the doors for pictures. That's not what they came in here for. They came in because they heard we have good food, and that's how we're going to handle them and such. Yep. Bro, I, we're not going to have people uncomfortable walking through the doors. Like, oh, my God. I just, I just, man, that's, am I paying you for that? Is that person paying you? Because ask them why they're here. They're hiring. Could you get your ass out, too? So what we here for? They come here to patronize the business, not to see your ass or to take pictures. Yeah. So don't even put that shit in the air. If anything, you want to be nice, put them to the front. You know, there's somebody that, you know, there's an athlete, you know, they're a rapper, you know, they're a comedian, you know, there's someone. We've had plenty of people walk through the door. I don't even post it. I don't sit there and use it for cloud or anything like that to sit there and say, look who came into the Hoagie Stop today. Yo, look who did this. I don't do that. I just think that's kind of like, I don't know, like for me, I think it's a little tacky. I think it's tacky for the business, for like for what we are. We're a food service, like. We're selling food. Motherfucker, we're not here to antagonize people that are coming, that are hungry to come get food. And that's why a lot of people don't even order food under their name. They'll order food under such and such. It'd be order, say, Jessica something. Like, that's Conway coming in to get the food. Asking for the food for Jessica. Because, you know, people don't want to be bothered. Yeah. They just want to come in, like, be a normal person. Like, bro, I don't want to take a picture right now. Dog, I ain't dressed. No, um, yeah, that's because we looked at it like, yo. Who in there? Oh, okay, we can all go. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I was like, we good. They were like, all right. Because they were like, yo, we all, but then they were just chilling outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this shit, see, I told you. And they're like, yo, nobody's saying shit, asking us about drum work, this drum work, that. I fuck with this. Bro, I refuse. I don't allow it. I like, yo, yeah, because nobody, they, they like look, but they was just like, all right, and just kept. Boom, Doing anything. Yeah, out. bro, because, like, again, like, yeah, we understand. I want it to be acknowledged. Like, I, bro, I'm not, like, bro, even before, you know, I started touching some real paper or anything, bro, I was never, like, an envious person of with Benny, with Conway, with Wes, with them boys there. Bro, I salute them boys for making it out. Bro, there's so many hating-ass people in the town that sit there and want to knock these dudes down for yeah, no reason. Man, Benny ain't sold a drill to these rapper, bro. He ain't shoot nobody. Man, shut your bum ass up. You know, hey, don't sit your bum ass. I don't even want to even hear that bum ass. Grabbing a bucket, this whole city, bro, it's, it's like, scary. It, it's like everybody, like there's people who don't like DA taste. Like they get in their second location, like oh blah blah blah. Yo, that's y'all should be happy for other businesses to be opening in Buffalo for them to even be like for you to even want to put four businesses in Buffalo. Uh-huh. Like you could have literally been like, you know what? This will work somewhere else, bro. Let me take this to Atlanta. Let me take this to. And let me be honest with you, bro. Like, I, cause I'm human. Like sometimes, bro, at the very beginning, 
when people were trying to like tear me down, I used to be sitting there thinking like, yo, I ain't even got to really sit here and deal with this shit. You know, I'm like, I have enough of a customer base where I know that this will work someplace else. But I love the city of Buffalo yeah. that much. Like, this is my hometown. I, I joke with people about the Bills. and Everybody knows I'm a, I'm a 49ers fan. And like I said, this shit grow, go back. And people understood, like, this is before social media and when we were kids growing up. I've always been a 49ers fan. So all my friends always been Bills fans. So yeah. we always had, like, a long-standing rivalry where it kind of always, like, we would fuck with each other throughout the years. Like, it was something that we always did just growing up. So then like social media came about and it's like, oh shit, now everybody's reading what I'm saying. It's not just my friends that yeah. I I want to see. So now I realize when I the friends that I want to joke with, I joke with we text with each them, other. Yeah. yeah. But I I see some people take the shit and they want to go left with it. They wanna fight. They want to tell people to suck their meat. They really <laughs> bro, they they I'm like, yo, bro, like yo, that's, they go hard. Like people go so hard. Like last week, the loss. Bro. Yo, they, it was it was three days after, and people are still like, oh, I can't believe we lost, bro, blah, blah, blah. Don't get me wrong, bro. I, again, I love my 49ers. I'm mad the day if we lose. I'm mad for the, a few hours. that, Bro, but bro, I have a real life. Yeah, and 10 minutes. Yeah, bro. 10 minutes is like, oh, we lost. God damn. Dude, then I, I got. All I, right, I got to go fucking. I got real shit to do. I got real shit to look at. I got real shit to hey, Don't get me wrong. Bro, I would love for my team to win a Super Bowl, for me to go celebrate, have fun. But, bro, I got real things I'm trying to celebrate in life that I have control over. I can't control who the fuck wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. I have no control. I have no control over that <laughs> at all. I can't tell Brock Purdy to throw a better. Like, bro, like, like that's out of my control. But the things I can't control yeah. is how my cooks read a ticket. I can control what happens to the doors of the hoagie stop. Yeah. And this is why, bro, like, I humbly say this, bro. We run in circles around a lot of restaurants in the city of Buffalo, bro, and it has a lot of them in their feelings. Yeah. They can't figure out like how to do operating. He has two of them full time hours. Or you'll never see me go online and say, "Oh man, uh, I'm out of food." Or I can call my food rep right now. I guarantee he's gonna answer. Frank, bro, I guarantee you he's gonna answer, and he tell you I ain't gotta prep him. Send him a text message. Yo, Eric, I'm just on a podcast. Where do we rank in restaurants in Western New York for Latinas? Byron, you're our biggest account. Right. And I'm not talking about somebody that spends spends $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000, $10,000 a week, or $11,000, $12,000, Bro, we're spending 20 plus thousand a week every week on food costs. So when, so when people get on, when people used to try to like knock me down, compare me to others, I'm like, Yo, who are y'all comparing me to? I can tell you the reach that we have on a week in and week out basis, bro. Like, I'm humbly, I'm humbly say this, bro. We are blessed. Like, we are blessed in business, bro. I'm, I, I tell every customer that walks through the door, man, thank you for stopping in. Oh, man, oh, you guys got great food. I got yeah, know that, but still, thank you for stopping in because it, you could have went anyplace else yeah. to get food and spend money, but you decided to come patronize it with the business where the money's actually going to my pockets. So, bro, that means a lot to me, bro. Now I'm not, not just going into my pockets. The money goes into my pockets. Now I have almost 40 team members that I pay every single Thursday. Bro. That was my next question. How many employees you got right I now? I got 30. Well, probably got 33 now. We just let three go. But we usually fluctuate, bro, between 30 to 38 employees. But by the time hurdles open, we're going to be comfortably over 40 employees. 
And bro, you can call, ask any inbox, any of my staff members, ask anybody, bro. Has it ever been a time where Byron hasn't paid his employees? Has it ever been a time where Byron's on a funny payroll? Bro, my payroll is real. Like I pay taxes on my payroll every single week. It's not, oh man, such and such works 27 hours. No, we run a real payroll. Yeah. Like for each occasion, it's a breakdown for what each occasion, which Clinton has a bigger payroll than Allen because we have a big, we have more staff that works on a daily basis there. But bro, my payroll is real. Again, I pay about 13, 14,000 a week to my staff. Again, you hear the food costs, you hear that. All my bills are on auto pay. Again, this is me humbly talking. Like I'm not some dumbass person that just knows how to make money and this doesn't handle business on the back end. Now my business is handled on the back end. Everything is solidified for growth. Like we're in a position right now to buy our own building, to build our own space where we own it. Where we, th- I'm thinking ownership, bro. I want control. I want the leverage. A lot of people are just thinking about right now how cool it looks to be busy, <laughs> bro. That shit don't last long, bro. The longevity yeah. ain't. Well, you gonna run yourself into the ground. I'm thinking already past. Like I don't cook in my restaurants. I don't, I don't, bro, I don't, yeah. get, I don't have a schedule. I don't get sent. You just go, I see you just going when you feel like going in. Yeah. Like, it's not even, we're not, bro. Or I'm, if it's, if it's super, super busy. It's not, so it's, it's kind of like this now, like leading up to it, I, I work, I've earned this point. Yeah. It Sometimes over the summer, I think, I didn't work over the summer either. It was leading up to the summer. I kind of told myself, like, I don't work the grill. Like that's, this is why I have 27 cooks. I'm not a cashier. This is why I have 10 cashiers. I'm yeah. not a prep cook because this is why I pay three prep cooks. Motherfucker, what I look like paying $14,000 a week out of my pockets and I'm touching anything. Right. So I kind of put that in my mind. Once I started seeing my payroll grow over $10,000, I'm like, it's never a time throughout the week am I ever required to work like the chopper steak. But every single day, like I got to handle business. Every single day, business must be handled right. for the hoagie stop. Make sure I got the orders in. I'm talking to my food reps. And even then, I'm still I'm grooming somebody now to take that from me. I'm not going to be sitting here having ordering food for four different restaurants. You know what I mean? Keeping up with what each restaurant needs. What about with uh, Uber? What's that? What about with Uber? You going to have them handled out too? Well, bro, Uber's going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah. So uh, the people at DoorDash... Uh, Pretty dope, man. So initially when I reached out to DoorDash, DoorDash reached out to me. I told them, I'm like, yo, man, Uber Eats offered me X, Y, Z for me to be on their platform, so for them to be our delivery service. You know, what are you guys willing to offer? And they're like, like well, we don't offer new restaurants anything. Like, we're kind of giving you the opportunity to be on our platform. I'm like, well, I think it should be the other way around. Like, I'm giving you an opportunity to have me on your platform. And they didn't look at it like that. So they blew me off. I blew them off. So for the past what, 11 months, they've been sending emails to the Hoagie Stop business account, DoorDash. These are all the senior executives, the president, all the people. We're getting, they're getting an influx of requests for the Hoagie Stop menu to be on their, on their platform. And I'm not responding to none of it. Like, y'all blew me off at the beginning. Like, y'all didn't believe in what the fuck I was saying. Well, now y'all do because people are speaking. Now, y'all wait now. So I finally gave the dude a call back. This is on Friday. I called him back and he's like, oh, you're such a hard guy to get in contact with. And I laughed and I said, yeah, purposely. I let him know. Like, oh, he was like, well, what's going on? He was like, I see we had contact with you before. 
like a year and a half ago or like, I'm like, yeah, I was like, I didn't care for how, like the way I was, I was communicated with. Well, I just want to apologize and this and that. And now he's walking it back down and now they're willing to buy me out of my contract with DoorDash and give me a nice chunk on top for not And they, they don't even want me exclusive. They just, they see the power that the brand, the Hoagie Stop has. They're still allowed to stay on Uber Eats. But they just don't want us to be exclusive with Uber Eats. Right. They say, come on DoorDash too. Stay on Uber Eats. But the problem is going to, the issue is going to happen. Like, my staff is going to be pissed. I mean, it's just going to be real. Like, it's it's going to be nonstop busyness now. Like, yeah, it's going to double up. Yeah. And can you do the same, like, deals that you do on there? So, I don't know necessarily what deals they have. Because I, so, bro, Uber Eats runs the promotion for uh for us for the whole stop. Like it's a reason why like you don't see the deal like through my square online or my walk-in is because I get a percentage that y'all don't see. Like I get a percentage that the customer doesn't see. Like the customer may do a buy one, get one and they say, oh I'm paying $17 or $18, whatever it is for the stakeholder I'm Uber Eats. And that's all the customer is paying. That's not all that I'm getting. Like it doesn't show y'all. But on my side, I know we're making. That's why the deal makes sense to run. But with DoorDash, they have different type of campaigns that they're going to run. And again, Uber Eats, is still, we're still going to be on Uber Eats. It's just that now it's not going to be an exclusive thing right. where you can only find us on Uber Eats. Now you'll be able to find us on DoorDash. And bro, we, we've, this is why the dude from Uber Eats pissed me off. I'm like, yo, bro, you send me the data. Like, you show me how many new people y'all have downloading the Uber Eats apps to their phone just to order the Hoagie Stop. And you think that you can go on vacation without letting me know so now we don't even have a chance to run a special tomorrow? And you think you can go on vacation because it's Thanksgiving week and not check with us? Well, like, I'm still running business. Yeah. I have nobody else I can talk to now that can put the specials in. So if he doesn't respond to why, because I sent him the email already. Like, I brought this one took me so long to get here. Bro, I'm pissed. I'm like, yo, bro, you think you can really go out of town and not check with your biggest accounts to see, like, what our plans are? Are we going to be open for Thanksgiving? Are we going to be open for... You don't even know what we're doing. Right. How do you think that's going to work? That's a fact. So when he comes back from vacation or if he doesn't open my email, when he does come back from vacation, it's, gonna, it's, it's a hot one in there for me. Yeah. He, he, he gonna understand bro you gonna handle me with a level of respect because I handle Uber Eats with a level of respect I ain't never closed up for a week and said oh, I'm, I'm, I'm off Uber Eats platform for a week I ain't give y'all no explanation I'm just hiding bro we, if, if we pause our Uber Eats for 30 minutes they're calling is everything okay oh we got an alert at your Uber Eats tablet it's paused hey bitch we got 75 orders on the board that's why it's paused we got customers hanging out the damn door that's why it's paused but y'all think y'all can just leave. Okay. Now watch. We're going into the new year when y'all see us on DoorDash. It's because of this idiot. So yeah. how how did the menu get built? How did you build that menu? So again, I was, I'm all about showing love to the city of Buffalo, bro. If you go through my menu, you'll see. Yeah. I'm from the west side of Buffalo. I'm proud of, I'm, I probably say this. I'm not no gang rep. I don't represent a street or anything like that. Born and raised on the west side of Buffalo. I love how Benny and them put on for the east side and they big on letting the whole world know they're from the east side of Buffalo, New York. I'm going to be big on letting the world know I'm from the west side of Buffalo, New York. 
where the home of the West Side Special that ruffled a few feathers in the city because it was somebody um, when I was younger, uh, they made something called a downtown special, kind of like the same effect. They put it into a pita and they served it with uh, frozen fries and a can of pop was how they did theirs. Um, it was a place called Destinies. I used to actually, you know, frequent the place. I used to go actually go there. Excuse me. They shut down. Bro, I'm not going to like open something up and rename it after them. I'm not from downtown. I'm from the West Side. Well, it's a West Side special. So the West Side special, if you look at the numbers, the number seven bangs, even though the bus doesn't exist, it was a bus that ran through the West Side. Um, the uh, what else? What else? We have the number twelve Utica. Yeah, it's a bus that runs uh, through the West Side of Buffalo. Um, even the number eight Main Street, even though it does touch the East Side, one side of it runs up and down, which would be considered the West Side of Buffalo, is how we named our menu. And I wanted to show love to the city of Buffalo as we grow out of state. So when somebody orders our number three Grant, like that's something from Buffalo, New York. The number one William. That's something from Buffalo, New York. That's a bus that I actually rode yeah. like, to my some first summer youth job. Like the number two Clinton was a bus that you know those streets run perpendicular, like, uh, parallel with each other. So like sometimes oh, if I miss the number one William, I, I I know if I miss the William bus, I can walk over to Clinton and the bus is still going to take the same run. It's kind of walk walk the block over. Yeah. So these are all buses that I caught as a young person, you know, growing up in a number five Niagara. What is that? Like that's that's big yeah. West Side. That's like that's probably we probably sell the most. That's our prior. That's behind our steak hoagie is our second selling item. Is our number five Niagara the West Side Special. So again, it's all about being able to show love as the business is built back to the city of Buffalo. Like I want everything back to the city of Buffalo about where I'm from, and even when we grow, and like people we're gonna think like this dude got so much money. It's always gonna be about the city of Buffalo. Like I'm not gonna pour money into a community. Like I'm always gonna take care, take care of whatever community that I go to. But as far as really pouring my, my my money, like if I make big money in Atlanta, I'm gonna always give back to that community. But the investing part is always gonna be invested back into Buffalo, New York, and that's what I'm about. And that's where I kind of like now would like to put the challenge out there to other successful people that look like me, bro. Like yo. Instead of us wasting our money in nightclubs and wasting our money on drip and wasting our money on who can have the most Louis Vuitton, who can have the most Gucci, who can have the most expensive $10,000, $20,000 outfit on for the day. Bro, we got neighborhoods being brought up by, bro, by people that only been here for months, bro, from another country, bro, that come from around the world and are taking up our neighborhood, bro. And I'm not saying it is a, a not to them. I don't like have an issue with Arabic, African, Indian. I don't have an issue with anybody that knows how to formulate a plan to better their life, to better their families. I don't have an issue with any of that. I have an issue. My issue is is with us, is how we spend our money, how we don't work together, how we're afraid to come together and say, yo, I got $20,000 just extra just sitting. I got $20,000 extra just sitting. He got $20,000 extra just sitting. Instead of having a pissing contest, who could spend the most money on a vacation, who could spend the most money in a nightclub, who could pop the most bottles, have the best section? How about we really do some shit that can change and impact the community? How about we really change the neighborhoods that we are from? 
how about we really pour back into that? And that's going to be my goal. It was going to separate me from everybody else. I'm going to pour back into Buffalo, New York. Even if I don't live here in Buffalo, New York, I'm going to come back and my businesses are still going to be here in Buffalo, New York. I'm going to pour back into my community, not just with the money that we make here from the Hoagie Stops here in Buffalo, New York, but from around the country. And that's going to look different when I have a location operating in Atlanta, have a location operating in Houston, have a location operating in Charlotte, have an operating in L.A., and that's all generating money. And I'm not somebody, bro, that needs to, like, pretend like I have it all, bro, like, or flaunt it or take a picture of how much money I have or show how much money I do or do not have, bro. Like, that's that's not it, bro. Like, in order to create change, bro, like, somebody has to be willing to sacrifice to get ahead and to be able to do, to do those things. And just a small little tidbit, bro, like, I'm giving all, every last one of my staff members a bonus, bro. I don't have to. Bro, like, you hear how many people that is, even if I give them all $100. And with some of them, I'm getting a lot more than that. But to say if I give them all $100 and I got 30-something, that's how much money am I giving away of my money? Right, right. That's my money. I'm coming out of my pocket to give to my staff. Other other businesses don't even give a fuck What's about the their staff. Yeah. About, about anything, about anything. And I'm coming, and bro, that could be a pair of Louis Vuitton shoes I could take a picture of. Just put online. Look what I purchased. But no, I'm I'm smarter to understand, yo, I want my staff to show up. I want them to be able to make your food the correct way, make her food the correct way, make his food the correct way. So I'm going to show them the appropriate love that they deserve. I'm not going to just pull up and be drip back. Don't get me wrong, bro. I, I buy gold and stuff to support my men. My boy Calvin is a jeweler down in Miami. Yep. Bro, all my pieces. <clears throat> I shout get, out Mateo Made It. Yeah, shout out Mateo Made It. That's my brother from we like that's my brother. Like, that's my brother, brother, like from yeah, yeah. Shorty. So like I, I I I big him up by investing money with him when it comes to and it's just an investment for me to go that I do have, but I'm not somebody, bro, that every restaurant I open up, I'm buying me a new cubit, I'm buying me a new this. I, I'm, I feel like I have too much gold already as it is. I don't need any more. I'm not sitting here trying to make it seem like, bro, I'm up here and everybody else is down here. That's not the goal. The goal is I want to get everybody else up here. I want to start getting it. Even if you don't get up here, at least get from here to here. Mm-hmm. Like, let's start having some type of movement so that, man, maybe you may not make it to here, but maybe the one that come behind you understands me. I could take it higher than we did. And that's what I want for my kids. Like, the goal is not just seeing dad successful. Like, my success is not going to guarantee my kids success. It just gives them a different starting point. And now it's going to be up to them if they're going to move. Yeah. Some of us are like, oh, this is my starting point. Dude, I'm so far ahead. I'm gonna stay right here. Nah. That's how you get lapped. Yeah. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. Yeah. You gotta keep going. It's not just about hoagies. And I tell I challenge my whole team. I'm like, yo, it's bigger than just hoagies now. Like now we have the ability to leverage their brand, to get loans, to do other things. You leverage against Coca-Cola too, right? Oh, bro, I, let me tell you something about Coca-Cola. I, I can say it now because I'm under contract with Coca-Cola for the next five years. So I bought I bought Coca-Cola so lovely. Like, I never even talked to Pepsi because I never even get Pepsi the time of the day because Pepsi kind of handled me like DoorDash did initially at the beginning. Like, and why are we going to give you any money to sign on? Who the fuck is you? It's kind of Pepsi's mentality towards me where Coca-Cola gave me a nice sign-on bonus to sign on to sell a product out of my restaurant. Um... I realized I outworked my initial contract that I signed on, and I knew I was going to, but 
you know, pressure was put on me, bro. I had to get certain money back to certain people. So I needed to get the money that Coca-Cola was going to give me just to pay back certain people as we from opening up Allen Street. And I, it just put me in an uncomfortable position because I didn't want to sign a contract with Coca-Cola to release the first three years. I was perfectly fine with just getting my rebate back for how many bottles that I sell and just making them understand like the power that we have as a business. So yeah, first offer better be your best fucking offer or I'm going to take my business elsewhere. But Coca-Cola understood after the first year of business, like, yo, this ain't normal. This dude's moving fucking 20 ounce bottles at the level of fucking hospital does. Out of a restaurant. Like 20 ounce bottles, and that's where they make their most money at. Like I know this because I've done the research. So I know the value that I'm adding to their business by moving my 20 ounce bottles through the hoagie stop the way we sell them through the hoagie stop. So again, I understand the leverage that I have in it. I told Coca, I told Coca-Cola, like, yo, listen, yo, man, Pepsi found out. You know, about us, they understand the business that we're doing. They understand the numbers that we're doing with y'all. And they want to buy us completely out from even doing business with Coca-Cola. They want to take all your equipment out and put all of their equipment in there. Bro, I'm talking about, I've never seen Coca-Cola move so fast. We're coming down with an offer that kind of made it with like, you know, you know, unless allows me, bro, to live a different, you know, comfortable life, like knowing that. We have this contract with Coca-Cola. We have this contract with Uber Eats that I'm getting ready to break. But we're going to be signing another one with DoorDash. Bro, they, this is the part that a lot of folks can't understand on where we're moving as a business. They're stuck on the social media aspect of it. When I'm proud use that as a, as a leverage tool to grow. Some people are just stuck in that. How many likes do I have? Yeah, yeah. How many shares do I have? Bro, Let me go get this person to come do a, bro, a thing for me. No, you'll never see me no doing no goofy shit like that, bro. I post my shit. I go about my day. Bro, half the time, people, I don't even respond to shit, bro. I, I post stuff and I go about my People think I ignore them. I'm like, bro, I really post shit. I may post four or five stats back to back to back to back to back. Then I'm gone. You know, I was like, yo, hope we stop doing podcasts with me. No, he didn't see that one yet. <laughs> yeah, podcasts bro, with me. Bro, and that's how... Bro, if I showed you, if I if you went through my inbox right now. Oh, I know. I seen them as soon as I was like, yo, he's got a message me back. And when I got that message back, I was like, oh yeah. Bro, I, I'm gonna just show you what, how much shit that just happens. <laughs> like, it's it's a it's a sickness on how many people in the way just in there. Bro, like I don't open I can't open up all this shit, bro. Like that's a lot. Bro. No, I feel it because I got people it's every, like it's all every, these people trying to get on here too. And like it's every it's day, like, bro. It's yo. it's a it's a sickness where it's like, yo, bro. But I'm I got here. the sickness where I gotta open every single one of them. See, I and I'm not, bro. I, I, I hate seeing that number up there that how many bro, my, I, wanna, I wanna see zero. Bro, you know what's funny? My thing stopped even adding. It's it's like it's thousands. So it's not even, it doesn't even calculate <laughs> So it just stopped. It was like I'm dead ass. Now it just says, it just says 12 now. But it's legit thousands of messages, bro, that I haven't even gotten a chance to even open. I And I used to be like that. Like, yeah. bro, when the whole stop first opened, I used to try to respond to everything. Like, you try to respond to thousands of people, bro. Like, fuck that. Like, bro, yeah. if a mistake happens, bro, hopefully people understand that they're human. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, you want to bury us for, uh, you, you have an onions on your whole unit? Well, then that's fine. Then we're not the place that you should be ordering. 
Thank you. I mean, I, I can't please everybody, bro. Mistakes are going to happen. We give out the best deals in the city of Buffalo where we're giving away our buy one, get ones, our staple menu items. Look at other people with buy one, get ones. They offer breadsticks. They offer mozzarella sticks. Yeah. They're not all for, or bro, they offer onion rings, french fries. We're offering our staple menu items. You don't see pizzerias offering their pizza, buy one, get one free. Do you like show me one? Unless you do the seven eleven. Is, is a good point. You do the wings. Yeah. And that's oh, like, that's one good thing. Is. Thank you. How many chicken wings y'all sell yesterday? Bro, it's you know it's to the it's to the point. Like I'm I'm being honest. I almost want to call my food rep for you because he would tell you, we go through as many chicken wings as big pizzerias do out of a steak shop. And we sell more steak like, than any steak shop. And they said we go through we go through over hundred cases of steak. Yo, those, your chicken wings is fire. And bro, and, and that's the thing. I know, bro. Again, I'm I'm very big on reading like what other people say. So like it was somebody saying like there's no way he's able to do this deal and give the chicken wings away this cheap. I'm like, see what, what people don't realize is like a lot of restaurant owners are getting this shit. They bro, they really rape the customers. Like for so long when the prices drop. And didn't say nothing to the yeah. They kept their the prices the same. Right. It was so unfair, and like I'm unfortunately, bro. I kind of pissed a lot of business owners off because man, I came in here and I said I'm not gonna be a dickhead and charge eighteen dollars for a single order of chicken wings when I know that cost. No, bro. That we're talking about 45 fifty percent market that they're what they're doing on the cost. Crazy pizza shops. That that shit is wild. They still bro. They still doing it. And the chicken, bro. The price of chicken wings have gone down. At one point, they were so cheap. Like, don't get me wrong. Throughout the football, and I'm I'm steadfast with it, bro. The price of chicken wings kind of did creep back up when the football season go comes around in the city of Buffalo. It's just like you know, supply and demand. They jacked the prices up, but I still didn't do that to our customers. Yeah, you you can go on there, bro, and look on on our shit, bro. I don't. I don't do that. Now, when the prices do go up and I have to make the adjustment so that business can be sustained, then, yeah, that's what I have to do. But I'm not doing it to rape the customer, bro. Right. What a lot of people are doing when they order a large piece on 20 wings and think you can charge somebody $60 still for it, bro. Bro, that's absurd. For real. It's, it's and, wild. And, and, and the pizzerias, bro, that that are fair, that understand, like, you know, the business of aspect of it, those are the ones that are going to be around. Like for longevity, the ones that think that they can continuously do this, bro, they're not gonna last, bro. I feel like that's that's the whole reason why I started getting the wings at the Hoagie Stop too. Because who, who wants to be raped? Yeah, who who wants to pay the, that price for bro, wings? It's it's, it's 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 highway rivalry, bro. And it's like yo, plus pizza places is be like hit or miss. It's always, bro. Fun. And that's bro. See, even even and bro, I'm I'm real, bro. Like I'm I'm. I don't. I, I know. I have my restaurant hasn't put out 100 percent good food every time, but bro, I'm not no. I'm real when it comes to it, bro. I've seen some of the bums that have walked through the doors that I've had to get through shifts with, bro. That don't give a fuck, bro. Like that, bro. Like this is what I'm saying, bro. Like you, it, it got to be in you to care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like it, it, it. For me, if you, if I came in to order something, bro, it, it brings me joy to know I'm about to serve you something that's fire. Some motherfuckers don't care, bro. They be on the phone. Rap with the fat ass on TikTok. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck what's going on. 
when I'm on the grill, I, bro, even my wife, my she knows. Like if it's emergency, call the call the shop. I don't have my cell phone on me. Bro, I don't even, I don't entertain it, bro. Like, and I tell people, like, if I say I'm coming to work, I'm not coming to waste time. I'm not coming in here and making my staff work around me and I'm sitting down. No, nah, bro. I'm front line, bro. And you probably walked in and seen me plenty of times on my state grill when you're sweating, dr sweat dripping off my face. Bro, this is what I do. So again, when I ask my staff to do it, that I, I am paying? Yeah. Oh, please play with me so I can throw your ass through a fucking window. Play with me. <laughs> play with because we're not. I'm not. We're not here to waste time, bro. Yeah. I'm not here to waste. Time. Go do that at McDonald's. Go to do that Burger King, bro. Don't come wasting my time, bro. Like I, I really have a mission that we're trying to get accomplished here. Either you'll be part of history or just get the fuck out my way. It's simple. Don't think you come in here because it's cool and well, oh, man, all the bitches come to the holy stuff and they go. To, I, I ain't there for that, bro. Yeah. I don't care who, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I don't care who comes through the door, but I'm not there for just because a pretty woman come through the door. Or the, I don't give a fuck because athletes and rappers, I don't care about that, bro. I care about us doing good business so that we're here to sustain business 10 years from now, 20 so years from come now. come in in 10, 20 years come on, man. and get in a fucking hoagie. Bro, you know, I love, bro, I grew up the street. I grew up down the street from one of us, bro. And you could just tell, bro, like the older folks, she has you can tell the older folks are getting older when it comes to the people to the standard of Manolas. It's not the same anymore. It's not the same service. You can tell when, when like, uh, my homeboy's uncle's on, like, working and the food is better. Bro, like, it's, it's, it's the Theo morning Saint, time. The you morning know when time. Theo Saint's there because the shit's going to be fire. Bro. I'll be like, yo. I'm like, oh, no, he's not in there? Nope, not ordering. Because, yo. The, Bro, isn't that scary, though? It sucks because you know that the the quality of a lot of because you gotta think about it. If Lenovas is getting old, Picasso's is getting old. Bro, if Picasso's is getting old, Labella's Bella's so, is getting old. So, so this is this is the point that I always try to make to people and so they challenge parents to their kids. Yo, why are we? And this is gonna be off topic from Hoagie Stop and all. Like, why are we as like parents thinking that like we are winning because we can buy our kids a thousand dollar pair of sneakers or something? Bro, I can afford a thousand dollar pair of sneakers. No fucking sixteen year old kid needs a thousand dollar pair of sneakers, bro. No, no kid, no sixteen year old needs a pair of Dior sneakers, bro. Like we need to put the focus back in on teaching our kids to work hard, understanding what money, what the value of money is. Because if you if a kid had to work himself and really work hard and like hold his hand to the fire to work hard, and this is why business like businesses are failing. Because the next generation doesn't have no work ethic. It's all about they, yo, my kids literally think they can, like, it's cool. Like, yeah, you could do it. But, like, the fact that they, they want to be, Man. like, on TikTok and, like, stuff like that. Like, you can, oh, you can, look at this guy. He made uh, $300,000 in a month. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but do you know, like, Mr. Beast, do you know what that kid had to do to get where point? he is right now? He said somebody's name a hundred thousand times. He fucking sat there and did the dumbest shit so people will watch him. Yeah, bro. He learned that shit. I, but even still then, bro, that's the that's the, the curse of social media. They're telling people, we'll pay you for the amount of people that follow you and the amount of reactions you get. It's turned the whole world goofy. Now everybody's trying to be the dumbest fucking person on social media to get the most shares to do the dumbest shit. You got people now half cooking food 
under the pretense because, you know, it's like, you know, stigmatism. Oh, white women don't know how to cook. So we're going to share half cooked chicken and say, oh, yeah, I'm serving my man up this food. And you got trying to it, we know why you're doing it. We know you're going to we know it's going to be shared around and say, oh, that's not cooked. But it's goofy shit where we don't understand how dumb it is to us. We can look and say, like some people may look and say, yo, these motherfuckers don't know how to cook. Some people can look and say, yo, this is just stupid. Then you got some people that are young, bro, that are influenced. You got to think like we're grown. What about a developing brain that's on TikTok that sees the dumb shit like this? Yep. We got to understand like what, what standard are we setting? When I the standard I set, I want to set higher a standard of hard work, giving back, good customer service, being friendly, being understanding to other people and their needs. Hey, bro, that's the standard I want to set. Well, I want my name to be attached to. I want my name associated with goofy shit, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna do goofy shit online to get a get a hundred shares or to get people to share me around. I don't believe in doing dumb shit like that, bro. Like, and that's the way the world is going. And then, bro, it's the reason, again, it's the reason why Lenovo's is going downhill. It's the reason, it's the reason why a lot of it's the only people that are gonna survive are gonna be the chain restaurants. And then you're gonna walk into those places and not gonna be fucking humans in there. Put your order at the kiosk, they're already trying it. Yeah, experiment. McDonald's. Yeah, they experiment with us already with it. Yep, McDonald's got that shit. Watch. You just walk in, doop, doop, doop. Mm-hmm. and then someone walk. If you got cash, they just walk over. But it's gonna become cashless, bro. Right. But I hate that because a store just did that to me the other day. Oh, we're only taking card. Taco Bell hit me with that. I was like, bro, what you mean? They're training us little by little for how they want the world to work. Yeah, and if we don't make our kids be active into it, you know, where they're active is on their phones. Bro, we're going to get left behind, bro. I, I don't see many kids. My boy Mac all right now. I don't see many kids, bro, that are willing to work hard these days. And when I do see them, bro, like I, I tell them, like, yo, man, keep that same work ethic, bro. That's going to separate you from everybody else. Yeah. You may have different. Some some of these kids have to come work because they have to come help their parents pay a bill. Bro, I, I'm serious, bro. I'm, I'm disgusted when I see, when I, bro, when I see kids, bro. Drip down in four thousand dollar outfits, bro. And I know their parents own their own house and they live in, bro. Bro, I, the, the mentality, bro, is so fucking stupid, bro. It's wild, like just to think that, like, they buying their kids even one hundred and twenty dollars sneakers, and their kid is a year old. <laughs> like, I bro. go straight, I go straight to Walmart. Bro. Like, yo, here, throw bro. these on, bro. I'm- he got some blues clues on right now. Like, bro, no. he don't know what the fuck he's wearing. What the fuck what difference does it make? Clean, comfortable. Yo, that's what I, I'm like, yo, I don't understand it. You got your kid I mean, got to be dripped it, out for what? Then it becomes a competition, bro. Oh, my kid's dripped out, so I got to go drip my kid out. And that's the kind of like the, the part where it's like, bro, I like to try to do nice things for my family and stuff, but it's like, I try to keep everything in perspective. I'm like, yo, perception becomes reality. I look at you. And perceive you and what you what you put out to the public for them to perceive, bro. I don't I don't want people to look at me and think like, oh, this dude thinks he's better than me. Like I don't, bro. Once you have that that mentality starting to creep in people's head, bro, that's when people start burning shit down, damaging your shit, and trying to tear you down just based off of their insecurity of who you are as a person. Yeah. 
And sometimes, again, bro, my confidence rubs people the wrong way. And always just humbly tell people, that's not my problem. Like, how you view me is not my problem, bro. Right. I know what I do. Like, I know what good I do. It's some people that, bro, that just don't like me because I'm a confident person and where we're headed. They wish they had the confidence that I have in myself. And they're mad at themselves that they don't have it, so they want to try to tear me down with a Facebook post. And I always want to tell people, man, I tell the camera, man, I'm bigger than social media. You should like it all yeah. the time. <laughs> bro. I do. When bro. I know post is about me, like. Bro, I, bro I, I'm, I'm the biggest petty. Yeah, I, I like bro. doing that shit. Yeah, bro, I'm so petty, but I have to do it different now because I can't respond publicly to certain yeah, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to do it in a petty way. And then when we go off, Kim, because I don't want to <laughs> say this on Kim, I'm going to speak to you about something else because you spoke with somebody, but they don't care for me either. And it's because I'm a fucking, I, bro, I do business the right way, bro. And I'm sorry that you don't know what it takes to do business. I don't know what I know what it takes to do business at, so you're mad at me. Don't be mad at me, bro. Try to be better, bro. Ask questions. Don't be, how do you do that? How did you figure this out? Bro, I went through a struggle, too, just like everybody else is going to go through a struggle to be successful. And that's going to be the, that's what you know, always listen to Nipsey, bro. He always has the same, bro. The difference between me and other people, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to quit. Um, failure is not going to define me. Like, a, a moment in failure is not going to define me. I'm going to learn from that. I'm going to move forward. Other people, bro, like they, if they see a failure in me, oh, they're going to magnify it. They want to share it around. They want to have a, and I just sit back like, okay, well, if I'm going to smash your ass now, now you want to list to be smashed, motherfucker. And you laughed at it? Oh, you thought it was funny? Oh, now you on the list. Now, when I bring everybody together and I have a list of motherfuckers that can't walk through the door, oh, it's a list. Oh, it's a list. Oh, trust me. Oh, I don't forget. Oh, you thought it was funny to try to tear me down? Oh, you think I'm come help you? Fuck you. Go to the 75 people again that you was laughing with. Yeah. <laughs> you see the little 75? See, see how far they can get you. Not very far, right? Because they ain't got no fucking reach either. They, so, like, so what we doing? And that's why, like, bro, that's, again, it's going to separate me from others. I'm not going to stop, bro. I want to feel I want to feel the pressure of what it's like to have to elevate, bro. I want to feel that pressure. A lot of other folks don't want to feel it, bro. They, they shy away from it. I don't. I want to feel it. And we're going we gonna to keep applying that pressure, bro. Each restaurant we open up, bro, until I feel comfortable that we're, at, we're in a place where customer service is where I want it to be at. Food quality is where it to be at. I don't mind holding off, paying rent out of place until I'm ready. Right. And this is why we're opening the hurdle December 1st. The goal was to have uh, Main Street opened up by the anniversary of Allen Street. But hey, if we fall short, we fall short. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's not the end of the world, bro. Like, guess what? We're open up the open, month. Yeah, yeah we're going to open up the next one. Or the month after. But when we do open, we're going to be ready for business. And that's going to be the difference from a lot, from me from a lot of other people. Bro, how do people think that they can just magically step into it? They will get punched in the face, bro. <laughs> then they go, some people are gonna get back up. Like they don't, some people don't like getting hit in the face. Nobody does, really. <laughs> but hey, I learned how to die. You know That's what I mean? Like Tyson joint. Mike Tyson was like, Hey, we gotta get playing until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a fact. I appreciate you coming through. All right, bro. That, uh, that breakfast menu looking fire. Bro, the stuff French toast, I'm trying to tell y'all. Is gonna go crazy. It might be the one of the best things in the city of Buffalo. I mean, that's gonna be the first thing I'm getting. Stuff French toast, bro. December first, I think I'll be the first one in line. <laughs> Good luck, bro. It's, it's a bunch of it's like a hundred of people that said the same. What thing time it opens? Game plan at six a.m. Six a.m. 
Be there at three. <laughs> no, I bet I, you that I think I won't. I bet you I will. I'll, I hate the cold. I'll freeze my ass off for that breakfast. I've right. been waiting. You, you've heard me say this. Like they need breakfast. I, they need breakfast. Like yo, if they were open for breakfast on Clinton, I'd be there every morning for a breakfast hoagie. And that's the thing we're gonna do is uh, once hurdles open, I don't want to get everything comfortable. At the process, comfortable of everything being able to get pumped out. I'd be able to mass produce it. It's one thing to make 50 or something good. You make it good 500 times. You make it good a thousand times. So that's the goal that we're focusing in on, on the opening. It's not so much of being able to serve so many people. It's about being able to serve it the right way, then picking up on the efficiency of it and making it more efficient for the community. For, so that's why I always tell people, like, at the beginning, I'm letting people know now it's going to be a wait time. Yeah. But we're going to do it right. I'm not going to allow the amount of people ordering or amount of people attempting to order to us rush the process and not give something out to the standard that I want it to be. And if I feel like it's something that we cannot mass produce, then I'll take it off the menu. It's as simple as that. But I'm never going to put it out there where you get a piece of stuff, French toast, that's amazing, and you get yours and like, I don't know what the fuck somebody did with mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, it got to be consistent yeah. through yeah. and through. So. And it's a whole new menu item that we're building. Like it's a whole new menu that we're building. So that was the challenge of it, getting staff trained while still running two restaurants. Bro, people don't know the behind the scenes work that's going behind. Yeah. But I, I mean, building a, building a menu is a fucking. Bro, it was, a, it was a headache. This one was this one was a headache. Oh, yeah. This one was. A, it was not even saying like a headache. It was different because like we're so used to hoagie stop, hoagie stop, hoagie stop. And then now we got holy stock breakfast. So it's like now we got to recourse everything. We got pricing is big. People don't like like how big you want the food to be. A lot of people don't like to eat stuff where you're, you know, you're like full as hell on breakfast. Like you want to eat where you're full, but you don't want to eat where you're like, get the rest of your day still. You know what I mean? Like, at least I'm like, the opposite. I like the fullest. I'm fat boy. Uh, well, see, all day. see I, I, am, I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm, I am too, but I'm saying I'm speaking to them like yeah, somebody yeah, that the gotta, masses. yeah, that somebody gotta go still sit at a desk and work their whole shift. Yeah, you know, still gotta go to the hospital and work their whole shift or something. We're opposed to us. We can, you know, we can free move as we want. After we eat, we can you can lay down on the couch and take a nap if you want. And so you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, a nurse can't do that at the hospital. Yes, so it's different. Uh, I appreciate you coming we through. Are, um, where can they find uh, what's the hokey stops? Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Well, Holy Stops uh, Facebook is just a Holy Stop. Um, we have a business page. I got online ordering. It's uh, www.theholystop.com. And the Instagram page is also under the Holy Stop as well, but I believe they have like an underscore under it or something. Let me tell you. One of them has an underscore. One of them's like, there's two different ones of them. Yeah, the one of them uh, we don't use, so I'm going to tell you. It's the one with the underscore at, so it's the hokey stop with the underscore at the end. Okay. It's our active business page right now on Instagram. So give us a follow. I appreciate you, brothers. I appreciate you. No doubt. Yes, sir. Make sure you guys go like, follow, subscribe. Uh, it is me. It is I. I am him. It's Space Cadet. We was just tuned in to Spaced Out Podcast. Peace.